This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal? The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, what up? Happy Wednesday. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Coming up today, we'll talk hell in a high football with Coach Scott Evans after the uh, Bru- uh, Bengals got the big win on uh, uh, Friday night up on the, at Gray Falls as we're trying to get some uh, technical things worked out here. Also in the Major Mortgage Man Cave today, we're chatting with specialist Allie Weiss of the U.S. Army and Team USA. She will join us from Fort Benning, Georgia, to talk about her experiences uh, over in Tokyo at the uh, Olympics, uh, I guess now a month ago, but uh, it's going to be fun. She's uh, she's cool, uh, and she's an Olympian. I mean, how that's how awesome is that? So, not every day you get to talk to an Olympian. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com, and much, much more. And uh, you can uh, email us at Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. You can uh, tweet us at JWalkerSports. You can Facebook us as well. And text or call 406-406-209-1267. Uh, let's see here. The uh, Big Sky Volley or Big Sky Conference has announced some uh, a partnership. I want to get to um, it's with U.S. In, U.S. Integrity, okay? And it's a technology and data-driven analytics company that monitors match fixing, game manipulation, and other unethical or illegal betting-related activity. Uh, Commissioner Tom Wistersill said the uh, with legalization, quote, of sports gambling in numerous states within our conference's footprint, our membership felt it important to be proactive to understand and monitor this landscape. We are proud to partner with industry leader U.S. Integrity, which will play a pivotal role in educating our student-athletes, coaches, and administrators across the big sky about this increasingly prevalent topic, end quote. So basically, um, U.S. Integrity, they monitor all sorts of things. Dozens of data sets, account-level wagering, uh, sports books, and every, everything in the sports betting industry, basically, domestically. Um, the uh, CEO of U.S. Integrity, Matthew Holt, said that, uh, quote, sports betting and in television will bring 
much more attention and scrutiny to Big Sky beginning this fall. So it's just interesting. Um, I think it's a good thing. You know, you, you can always, you know, go back to players, coaches, you know, anybody betting on their teams and or betting in general. I mean, Rick Neuheisel lost his job at Colorado because he won an NCAA March bracket, you know, thing. Cause you can't bet in college sports. Well, that was a while ago. But as a coach, you can't. So just something interesting there and keep an eye on. So. Uh, let's see what else. East Helena is not going to go on the road this week. The uh, Vigilantes were supposed to play uh, Columbia Falls Friday night, but there is uh, COVID-19 issues. Dan Rispin, superintendent, announced uh, yesterday the uh, cancellation to parents. There's also, if uh, you've had close contact, you have to learn remotely from school for two weeks. So just when we thought we were getting back to normal, we're not getting back to normal. I don't know how you feel about it. I, it's a bummer for the kids. There's no question about that. One staff member, one student at the high school have tested positive. Uh, it says uh, the article, according to 406mtsports.com, said many students are learning remotely because of close contact. Uh, head coach Tyler Murray said that uh, there's just not basically enough players, to paraphrase, due to uh, school district policies. East Helena lost 55-zip to Libby last week in its first ever varsity game and uh, was supposed to play Friday against Columbia Falls. Now, this is the first of what will be many because everybody's freaking out. Uh, Hayes Lodgepole, which we told you a couple weeks ago, was postponing things, has already postponed or canceled this weekend. Because of the, the Pine Grove fire, Remember, a couple weeks ago, practices were canceled for the entire week. So they, they just didn't, you know, couldn't really get going. And now apparently there's a COVID issue as well. So, so there's some quarantining at uh, Hayes Lodgepole. T-Birds were supposed to play Sims in football. They were supposed to go to Geraldine Highwood for volleyball. And uh, cross country was supposed to uh, run at Cutbank and Poplar over the weekend. So that's not going to happen. COVID rearing its ugly head yet again. And again, I look. I don't know how you feel. It is what it is. It just sucks for the kids. At the end of the at the end of the day, it's it's about the kids. Hey, we've got an early nominee for uh, Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. Riley McMahon of Belgrade got a hole-in-one uh, in a tournament day one of the Belgrade Invite. The 16th, the par 3 16th at Riverside. I just played Riverside a couple weeks ago. It's a nice course. So congrats to uh, Riley McMahon of Belgrade. West won the team title on the girls' side. Bozeman second. 
Bella Johnson won another individual crown from Billings West. Uh, the Gallatin boys, Justice and Jordan Verge, uh, Justice won, Jordan five strokes back, won the uh, team title. So there is your uh, high school golf, at least on that side. And, uh, yeah. All right, there we go. High school sports are on us. So Bella Johnson and Justice Verge have gone back-to-back. In two tournaments this year, they've won two twice. Have they played twice? Maybe three times. So there you go. Uh, get a hold of us anytime you want, at Sports. On the Twitter, you can also get a hold of us and call in, 209-1267. You can send texts as well. Email Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com and much, much more. Take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk some football. Helena High Coach Scott Evans will discuss the win over the Bison, look ahead to their home opener for the Bengals, taking on Billing Sr. this weekend at Vigilante on Friday night. Also still to come, Specialist Allie Weiss will join us from the United States Army, and uh, we'll talk to her about her experiences in Tokyo with the Olympics on this day in history and uh, much more on this first day of September here on the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. 
Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Hey, the uh, Montana Pro Rodeo Hall and Wall of Fame big banquet's coming up on October the 2nd. And down in Billings, it's a Saturday night. To see the new inductees. There'll be a live and silent auction, great food, live band. It'll be at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center. You can uh, get a hold of the Montana Pro Rodeo Hall and Wall of Fame for more details. Coming up uh, later this month, we're going to talk with Forey J. Smith, Lloyd from Yellowstone. He'll be uh, speaking at the Montana Pro Rodeo Hall and Wall of Fame uh, Scholarship Fundraising Banquet and Gathering uh, coming up October 2nd. So we'll talk to Forey Smith later this month here on the uh, Jason Walker Show. Good stuff. On the same history, specialist Allie Weiss, the walk-off, and much more all still to come here on the uh, Jason Walker Show in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Tomorrow on the show, we'll talk with Sean Gleason, CEO of the PBR, about the move for the PBR to uh, Fort Worth, Texas, uh, starting next year, and the new schedule. We'll also talk tomorrow with Sam Herder. Originally, it was supposed to be today. We're moving it to tomorrow. Uh, but we'll talk the start of FCS football, Cats Grizz. Where do they go? The Big Sky with the uh, Weber Eastern. I mean, there's some really good teams. And we'll talk to Sam Herder tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show. It is uh, week two. Week two now of the high school football season. And the Helena High Bengals 1-0 after a 22-0 win over the Great Falls Bison. And here to chat about it is none other than the great head coach of the Bengals. Look ahead to senior this weekend, too. Scott Evans joins us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, Coach, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, how's uh, how's the uh, the last few days been after picking up win number one? It's been great. You know, like I said, we kind of go through a thing, and we get in a situation where you win that game, and I got some beefs going on here, Jace. Hold on. Oh, anyways, we got a 
you know, we celebrate for that first day and then we get back to work on Saturday night and Sunday morning. And so we're back to normal as soon as we roll in with Monday with the kids. So you're short-lived in football because you got to get back in business again. Were you surprised at the outcome? I mean, I knew you felt you were going to win, obviously, but a, a shutout. Did your defense surprise you a little bit in the first game? I, you know, I don't know if surprise is the word for it. I think we we knew we were pretty good walking in defensively, and I think we got a pretty good squad. And I think we're kind of surprised with, you know, I, I guess I'm more surprised about the fact that my number one is is taking advantage of some of the things we got we got a hold of. I think we did a good job of containing the big play and and stopping some of their offensive stuff that we got into. And I didn't think we were going to stop it totally. I mean, Reed Harris is an incredible athlete still, and he's going to have an amazing year. By the time this is over, we're going to read his name quite a bit of the time. So I'm happy we got him early. Let's just put it that way. Well, that's that's a good way to point, uh, put it out as we talk to Helena High Coach Scott Evans, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. We knew Caden Hewitt was going to be good. He was going to be ready for his uh, senior year, and he showed up pretty good. Uh, I think 21 of 27, a couple of touchdown passes. Yeah, you know, he had a great game. What what it was what's not seen is that we had three drops, so he probably would have shooting twenty four for twenty seven. I think he as we counted up, he had one ball that he actually threw that was not very good. Other than that, he had just a tremendous day and just he just did a good job of handling the pocket and handling the pressure and got himself in a situation where I mean, I can't you know, it's undeniable how good he can be. I mean, there's a there's a point in time where, you know, you you're you're going to say, wow, I mean, he did that, and he did some throws in that game that were incredible. As, uh, yeah, a couple of touchdown passes. Marcus runs for uh, another score, but uh, that offensive line came to play too. You know, I, I, I'll tell you what, we had three brand-new starters on that whole line. You could actually call it a fourth brand-new starter too as well with four swirls jumping on that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I thought those young men start, handled everything very well. Shannon O'Brien, Dylan Christman, Charles Fox. Josh Goldman and Forrest Well. I mean, that, that crew right there, I, they were outstanding. You know, they had some trouble, and I guess it's kind of one of those things you, you play yourself all the time, and you don't know how good you could be. And I think our old lines went against our D-line quite a bit. And, you know, there's a moment times we were kind of a little bit worried about our old line, and we walked in, and I think they got a, against a pretty good high-caliber defensive line in ours, and they learned how to play the right way. No question about that. Swip back to that defense and uh, 27 yards rushing. That's a that's awesome at any level. It doesn't matter if it's double A, eight man, six man, college or pro. You hold the team to negative minus rushing yards, or I guess negative rushing yards. Um, that's getting the job done. Yeah, you know, like I said, we you know the new rushing stats. You know, the sacks come in handy. We had nine yeah. sacks overall. You know, and that that doesn't go against your passing statistics. So it's kind of those weird things of stats in football. You know, in college and pros, they take it away from their passing stats. And in high school, they take it away from their rushing stats. So it showed up on the, the box score, you know. It, I mean, I just I think the thing that really stood out for me is the sacks, you know, there was one guy hitting, but there's a lot of finishers on them. And I just, I love their team tackling. I think that was probably the best thing because I guess a guy like Reed Harris, he, you've got to be in a situation where you've got extra guys coming at him and making good, solid tackles on him. Well, uh, nine sacks. Some teams don't get that entire year. So that's a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if we can make that as, as a subject line for each week for us, I said, we'll be in pretty dang good shape. Uh, I'll feel very confident about where we're sitting at if we get nine sacks a game. I'm not going to hold my breath and say we're going to, but I'll tell you what, I really liked it. 
I don't know what's the double A record. Can we uh, can we do some research? If you guys get nine a game, would that uh, be eighty one in the regular season? That'd be uh, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean we'd we'd be looking at the eighty five Bears if we did something <laughs> like that. So I don't know. I I mean I. You know, I'm going to leave that to the historians like Kurt Stennis and guys yeah. like that to look up that stuff because it'll be way, it's way out of my pay grade. Oh, yeah. Same here. Uh, talking with uh, Scott <laughs> Evans, the uh, football coach of Helena High, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. You get to come back home this Friday night. You got a, a really good football team in senior. And I think senior surprised some people maybe with the win over Butte, got the last second field goal to get the win. But two pretty good defensive teams went at it last week and two pretty good offensive teams. And that's going to be the same deal this week, too. Yeah, you know, I, Chris Murdoch does a great job. Coach Murdoch, you know, he had a 27-game win streak at one point in time, and that's not unheard of in the state of Montana, especially at the double-A level. So that's a solid program year in, year out. And I, I would tell you he's one of those coaches who gets the best out of his kids, and he's doing it again this year. You know, he's walking in. He had to replace um, Junior Bergen out there, and, he did everything for them, and he seems to be able to reload every year. He doesn't, you know, they're not they're not renewing or doing anything like that. They're reloading, and I I just think he does an incredible job with this program. His kids follow along, and that culture they have down there is for success. So we definitely have a tough on our hands this weekend. They do. Uh, I mean, it's up to. This isn't like you go out and recruit unless you're certain some schools. But in and I, I, I joke, um, <laughs> but. With this, I mean, this is you relying on the kids that are coming up, the kids that have gone through your little guy program, whether it's Helen and Great Falls, Billings, whatever it is. You're relying on kids to to compete, and you don't know how good they're going to be until you put them on the field. How good is senior um, with the one point win over a, a very good Butte team? Well, I think you've got two premier programs in the state of Montana. You look at, I mean, the last four or five years, you're looking at Butte and senior as two of your top teams. You know, they're playing in the West and the East at the higher level each year. So I think, once again, you're looking at that, that, that culture and that, that program building. And I think both those coaches, Coach Gray and Coach Murdoch, do a good job. So I think you walk in each year knowing that those two teams are going to be successful and they're going to set themselves up for success. And I, I think that's, a, once again, is building a program, not just the season. So and I think those guys do a good job of building a program. You're going to have to shut down a pretty good running game, starting uh, for the Bronx with uh, Jacob Miller. He seems pretty, uh, pretty legit and pretty tough. Yeah, he's, you know, he's he's a smaller guy, but I'll tell you what, he uses his blockers probably better than most running backs out there. He gets behind him, and he's kind of a, a a diminutive kid. He's not very big. There's not much to him, but he gets behind his blockers and he uses them the right way. I, he does a lot of good job cutting off of them and taking advantage of what the defense gives you. So he is definitely a He's a task. He had a great season last year, and he's on his way right now, too, as well. He had 147 last year, last week against Butte. So, you know, we're expecting to see a whole lot of Miller this week. So we're prepared for it. Can you compare him maybe uh, size-wise to, like, a, a kid like Ryan Arnson, who was small and just got the job done? I would say kind of a, a little bit different than Ryan. Ryan, you know, he was a power back besides just being he's a little pocket rocket. I mean, he just yeah. put together. And, I mean, Ryan, was, you know, he might be short, but he was stout. He yeah. he carried a little. Miller's a little bit skinnier than him and okay. just a smaller guy altogether, but he just does a good job of kind of finding those little windows and getting through the crease. So we have to do a good job of making sure we close windows up on him or he'll 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 bite you. And then how good's their defense? 
You know, I, I, like I said, I think there's a program in the state of Montana to look defensively, and I think Billy Senior is one of those teams that year in, year out, puts a good product on the field on the defense side of the ball. They've got a linebacker who hits. I mean, he's one of the better ones in the state. And I think their D-line is one of the best. And secondary-wise, I just think they do a good job of preparing their kids defensively. And Coach Murdoch does a good work with those guys. It just, I mean, he puts them in a position to be successful. You know, and, and the kids, they, they buy into it. So I, I think overall, if you're looking at defensive teams, that's one of those premier defensive teams in the state that you know in a double A you're going to get a good game every year from senior on the defense side of the ball. Well, here's a name you need to prepare for on that side of the ball is Caleb Romero. Yeah, he's, he's a good one. No, that's a that's a two years. That, you know, that's a big time starter right there. You know, we we know we're number seventy five there. Trust me, he's he's a good football player. You know, and that's I mean, there, there's a couple guys in that squad there. They're first team all state guys from last year that came in and they're coming back to Billy Senior. And you know, we know that they're good football players and. We got to be aware of that defensive line and O line right there. He's he's one of the better ones in the state. Any surprises week one in the double A that you saw that really stood out to you? You know, I overall I think it kind of went where we kind of thought as far as coaches go. You know, and looking at teams, and I was surprised by CMR probably stepping up there and getting a win there. I thought Hellgate was a little bit more loaded, but once again, that first game is it, it's hard to tell sometimes how good or how bad a team is. You have to go to that second week, and now we'll kind of do some comparisons, and we'll be able to get a good play on what teams are are legit and what teams are kind of just they're just out there. The pretenders and the contenders, is as yeah, like I guess that'd say. be easy way to say it. Yeah, yep. there we go. Hey, uh, coach, we appreciate it. Good luck Friday night at home under the lights. I, I know that I, I joked with Coach Mahelish last week. The uh, the track looks nice over there. Yeah, it looks beautiful. I mean, I. It looks beautiful without the lines on it right now. <laughs> It'll be nice to walk across as you go to a football field. How's that? You know what? Exactly right. We'll walk across to our grass, and I'm just going to keep it at that. So. Have fun this weekend. Enjoy it, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, Jason. We go Bengals. That is uh, Helena High Coach uh, Scott Evans joining us on the State Farm. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Appreciate his uh his insights into this weekend's game at uh, Vigilante as the Bengals host the Bronx. Final non-conference game of the season, and then Western AA play and Eastern AA play start next week for the AA. So, um, we'll still, uh, we're going to talk to McKenzie, uh, we already talked to McKenzie Johnson, just her name pop up. Um, but we'll talk to a specialist, Allie Weiss, coming up a little bit uh, later here in the show. She's a U.S. Army specialist and also a member of Team USA and was in the Olympics uh, last month or in July, I guess, uh, over there in Tokyo. And we'll talk to her uh, about that. That was a fun time um, for her. And we'll find out what she's been doing since. I saw this uh, today, and I just have to bring this up. You guys know about AOC, right? Alexandria Calcio Cortez. Okay. Let me see if I can stretch it out. There you go. This is what she tweeted. Because you know Hurricane Ida is remnants passing up through the, the northeast right now, mid Atlantic. She says, I see people are rushing out to fill up their cars for this hurricane at the gas station. This wouldn't be an issue if they had electric cars. If the power is out for a week, how are they going to get gas? We need to start planning ahead and moving forward. Well, if the power's out for a week, AOC, how are you going to charge a car? 
people voted for her. People stick up for her. That's her Twitter page. People running out to fill up their cars for the hurricane to, at the gas station. Not an issue if they had electric cars. The power is out for a week, how you get gas. <laughs> how, do you, how do you not laugh at that? Oh my gosh. Seriously, people voted, you voted, people voted for her in New York. Oh my goodness. I did see this positive though. Um, well, it's sad, but after the uh, last week when 13 service members were murdered in a uh, bomb at Kabul in Afghanistan, uh, I saw this. A friend of mine sent this picture, uh, Missouri River Brewing Company in East Helena, and uh, they reserved a table with 13 drinks for our lost service members. Very classy. And we've seen bars doing this across the country, and Missouri River Brewing Company did this uh, out in East Helena the other night. So, a big applause and kudos and uh, respect right there. Big job. Take a break. We'll come back. We're going to talk uh, with U.S. Army team member from Team USA. Specialist Ali Weiss will join us from uh, Fort Benning, Georgia. And we've had her on the show a couple of few times. She's a fantastic. And uh, she'll talk about her time in Tokyo, where the U.S. Army sent her after Tokyo, and what her plans are moving forward. Uh, will she go for the Olympics in Paris in three years? I mean, think about it. It's only three years because of last year with COVID. We'll talk to her when we come back. Jason Walker Show, this segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Storewide savings is what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. You're looking live at the 2022 Class of the Montana Football Hall of Fame. That is a signature introduction used by Hall of Fame sportscaster Brent Musburger. Our 2022 class will be announced September 11th during the SWX TV broadcast of Bobcat and Grizzly football games along with the Jason Walker Show. Past inductees include Dave Dickinson, Brian Salonen, and Jan Stenrud. Make your plans now to be in Billings next June to hear from our 2022 inductees. Please go to mtfootballhof.com. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. 
Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab-and-Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center, hanging out in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. I think Facebook's back up. Okay, we're good. We're good. By the way, we were uh, just talking about the Montana Pro Rodeo Hall and Wall of Fame and this banquet coming up October 2nd. Corey Smith will be there. Helena Native. He'll be a special speaker, VIP. October 2nd, Montana Pro Rodeo Hall and Wall of Fame. Scholarship fundraising banquet and uh, gathering. Be a good time. Hope to see you down there. Uh, also hope to uh, see you in Bozeman September 11th for the Gold Rush football game under the lights, Bobcat Stadium. And... Uh, Along with SWX, the Jason Walker Show is going to be uh, is very proud to announce the new inductees to the Montana Football Hall of Fame, the 2022 class, which uh, will be inducted next June down in Billings. Um, but we'll make uh, the announcement. We'll we'll have the first announcement here on the Jason Walker Show, and uh, uh, right there with SWX uh, during the cat uh, during the Grizz game in the afternoon, and then the Cat game that night. So we'll be in Bozeman. But uh, it'll be a fun time. Does that light help? I don't know. Does that help? I don't think so. It's a junky light. Uh, all right. 
So last month, and I, well, it's weird, September 1st. So it still was last month, but also in July, the U.S. Olympic team was in Tokyo kicking butt and taking names. And one of those was Specialist Allie Weiss of the U.S. Army from Belgrade, Mississippi State, and member of the Team USA shooting um, team. And I got a chance to sit down and chat with her earlier today. And she joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. I hit record. Well, first off, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I appreciate you joining us. You've, uh, we were just talking, Allie. You've been uh, kind of all over the world recently, literally. Yes, literally. Yeah, we had a World Cup in Croatia just before the games, and then we were in Tokyo. Then I kind of went to Hawaii on the TDY trip. So yeah, it's been everywhere. <laughs> uh, let's start with um, with that uh, uh, trip to Croatia before the. I mean, everybody wants to talk about Tokyo, but let's talk right. about Croatia. What was okay. that? Just okay. a like a pre like a warm up. That's what it was meant to be. It was like oh. a warm up, um, and it, I mean, it still was. It did not go according to plan, oh. um, and so it was pretty interesting, just because I battled a lot of positional things, and so it wasn't exactly what I was wanting going into the Olympics. But it was a perfect opportunity to take those things and learn from them, just in case they were to have happened at the Olympics. Uh, you got to be in Tokyo. You were there for the opening ceremonies. Did you get to walk? I did. So okay. I walked across, but my competition was actually the next day, so it was kind of even risky to walk. Um, so I did not get to stay and watch the whole thing. I pretty much walked through, got on a bus, and left. Okay. <laughs> and But how weird was it? Because you, you've watched it on TV before, Allie, mm-hmm. with, uh, or Specialist Weiss, I guess I should say. But <laughs> when you see it on TV and there's, you know, 80,000 people in the stands and all the teams, like it's just a big party, and then it was real quiet kind of in Tokyo, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I do almost wish they would have just pumped in some fake crowd noise because it, it was much quieter than anticipated after watching it for, you know, years growing up. But at the end of the day, it was still as exciting, equally as honored to be walking across through with the rest of Team USA. Uh, you got to wear those those colors. What did that mean to you? I I don't even know if there's a way to describe what it meant to me just because, I mean, we – we were one. It was everyone was in the same uniform, red, white, and blue. This awesome looking fly blazer and um, necktie. So it was just super exciting, and I could never put into words what I felt being a part of a team like that. We are talking with a Team USA Olympic uh, member, specialist Allie Weiss in the U.S. Army. Um, you, you got there, I guess, a couple a week before, a couple of days before the opening ceremonies. It was a week, okay. roughly. Yeah, I think we flew in on a Saturday, and then the next Friday was um, opening ceremonies. And you got to, uh, did you get to do any exploring or no? Not really, just because of the COVID precautions, just because, you know, health and safety of all of the athletes were the number one priority on top of competing. So we weren't allowed to leave the village, but I think the village did a very good job in providing us activities with inside of the fence, basically. <laughs> what was the food like? Um, it was super awesome. It was a 24-hour dining hall, so also a little bit dangerous because anytime <laughs> you're awake and kind of hungry, you could walk over. Um, but they had, you know, a regular section that has, you know, normal scrambled eggs and burgers, grilled chicken, and pasta, pizza. And then they also had the Japanese cuisine and Asian culture cuisine. And then, of course, they had halal and vegetarian sections. So anything you could think of, you had access to. All right. So how much did you eat? More than I probably should have. <laughs> so, PT's been rough lately? 
on. PT's been a little rough lately. Oh, maybe a little bit. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to admit to it. Thankfully, we could work out there at the same time for sure. PT, but... Um, oh my gosh, the dumplings. I think I had dumplings oh. and sushi every single day. So dim sum every single day, even at breakfast. So. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like dinner over here, though, when you're having breakfast right, there, right? Exactly. How I long? remember going through the line and grabbing chopsticks at breakfast, and I was like, why am I grabbing chopsticks <laughs> for my scrambled eggs? Oh, that's awesome. We're talking specialist Allie Weiss, Team USA, U.S. Uh, Army member as, uh, as well. Um, what was the experience in the village? Like, did you get to interact with other athletes from other countries, or was it basically just, I'm with my group and that's it? We definitely hung out with our group probably most, just because you did have to worry about some contact tracing and close contacts, so they did kind of keep up with that. But uh, our building was all Team USA, so you got to see other sports in the elevators and in the common area. And then walking around, you got to pass everyone else walking to their buildings and communicate, have conversations with them, trade pins. We did a lot of pin trading from different countries, so that was really cool. Uh, so, yeah, we got to experience as much as we could with yeah. the COVID precautions, but it was still incredible. Did you get a chance to, uh, to live your dream and go to other events like gymnastics or swimming? We did not, so oh, I think I could have maybe snuck in there, but I was not about to risk my competition <laughs> or anything like that. So, uh, But to be able to see the athletes and have conversations with them was still pretty awesome. Uh, you uh, And then you competed. What was that like? Yes, yeah, so the competition was very interesting because, again, there was no spectators, which is pretty typical in our sport uh, just because it's not a big spectator sport, but at the Olympics it usually is. Mm. So the biggest difference was cameramen and photographers. They were all over the place taking photos. You could sometimes hear the cameras clicking, so that was different. Overall, the atmosphere was a little intense, a little high, but I went out there and put did everything right, did everything I knew how to do, and so that was a really cool experience for me. Did you get nervous at all? Because this, I is, the big, I mean, this yeah. is the world biggest stage right here. It is, and I know I always tell you know younger athletes that nerves are a good thing. It means you really care. Uh, that being said, for the first time, I kind of experienced very strong nerves in the very, very beginning to the point where I kind of was like, whoa, this is new. Okay, how do I deal with this? And within minutes, it was gone just because I realized that it's the same thing I do every day. So it was really awesome to see my mental training come into play there. Yeah, I was going to say, that's got to be tough because uh, those butterflies are a little bit more. And, you're, you know, it's, it's hard to shoot when you've got – you can't squeeze. You're just shaking it, right? Right, right, yeah. So it was really exciting to see all of the work I've put in in my mental training yeah. just pay off and be able to work through that. And you finished 14th? I did. That's awesome. Yes. That is, I mean, 14th in the world. This isn't yes. just like, you know, I mean, there's no medal, but this isn't like some competition in Belgrade. Right. right. <laughs> you know? It's definitely super exciting still. Of course, I would love to be in the finals, love to bring home a medal for all of us, but to finish and do what I did just in my performance and experience and not have any regrets when I came off the line was as much as I could ever ask for. So let's go back real quick to you uh, as we talk with a specialist Allie Weiss on the uh, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. You mentioned the photographers and the camera guys. and you, Are they are you hearing it while you're shooting or is it just because you've got, you know, head or uh, ear cover on and right? Yeah, so we did have ear protection in so you couldn't hear it too much. Every now and then you could hear some that are really close. But you could definitely see them, and they're, you know, just, like, clicking away, moving back and forth um, in their section, in their space they're allowed to be. 
So it was a little bit of visual distraction, but it was also really cool to think that they were covering our sport that never gets a lot of coverage. Right. <laughs> uh, how do you prepare for something like that, though? Because like you said, there's hardly, in your sport, there's not many people that go. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is is sort of, I mean, in training, just having visual distractions out there in general, whether it's your teammates walking around, having conversations behind you, Items like that, so you just learn to block it out regardless of what it is. So okay. at the end of the day, it was just another form of visual distraction. Uh, well, I guess it works because when you're in the Army, I mean, you've got all sorts of distractions. and right. Especially training down there in Georgia. I mean, you got, like, bombs going off and all sorts of right. gunfire. And yeah, you, yeah, you hear everyone else training and, <laughs> all, like, helicopters, you know, Blackhawks going overhead every now and then. So, yeah, there's a yeah, good opportunity to train here. Uh, so no regrets. From None. from your time in Tokyo? None at all. That's awesome. I mean, I wish I could have gone to other events, but it was, I mean, three years until Paris, so I'd we'll like be able to do that there. Uh, and you're, so how did, when does training start for that? Or do you have to re, retrain again or re-try um, out? So we'll have to re-qualify for the team. Um, they're still kind of working through what that qualification process will look like and how early they're willing to select the team for Paris. Uh, training has already started. I'm already back training on the range and on the gun. We actually have what's called the President's Cup now, formerly called World Cup Final, and that's where the top 12 ranked athletes in the world get invited back to this match. So I'll be going to that hopefully in November. Uh, fingers crossed that it still happens, and you, it's just 12 of us, the top 12 in the world, so it's pretty exciting. Well, but you were 14th. Correct. So, but they take all of the. So, when I got a World Cup silver in India in the oh, spring, okay. it's extra points. So, I'm actually currently ranked eighth in the world. Oh, okay. Well, that's even better than 14. Yes, right. Okay. I'm not going to bring up 14th ever again. <laughs> Except for when we talk and when you go to Paris, we'll be like, all right, better finish. Gold is better than than the other one. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Team USA uh, member, also uh, specialist Ali Weiss uh, from the U.S. Army, joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Uh, I'm just curious because I've never I've never been overseas like that. I've never been to an event like that. And granted, it was a lot different this year. But did the people of Tokyo, did you get to interact a little bit? And, I mean, they didn't want a lot of the Olympics to, to be there. But once you guys were all there, were they pretty cool with it? Yeah, so I had heard a lot of rumor before we left that they didn't really want us there and or the Olympics to be happening. But I never felt that or experienced that while we were walking around. I mean, they had thousands probably of volunteers between the village and the venues and the buses, and they were so excited to see us every day, always cheering us on. People on the sidewalks, you know, as we were on the way to the venue, were waving and holding signs and cheering. So I never once felt that, and we felt so welcomed and appreciated while we were there. So it was really exciting to see. I did see some social media from you. Um, great pictures, by the way. You should be a photographer, too. I mean, you're good at shooting in a couple of different ways. <laughs> right, perfect. <laughs> um, but there was some very interesting, like, just beautiful scenery over there. Yes, very pretty. And then, of course, the village was right on the Tokyo Bay area, mm. and my room actually had a balcony out facing the Tokyo Bay. So every morning and night, that's what I got to see when I woke up or, you know, sit on the porch for a little bit and reflect or go through mental training. And that was absolutely amazing. And then even on the buses while you were driving, the city, to city of Tokyo looks beautiful and clean. And there was various aspects as we were driving areas that were just so green and gorgeous, and they really take pride in it. 
Did you get to um, uh, – oh, what were the beds like? So we heard a lot about the beds over there, so tell me about this. Yes, yes. Okay, so the bed frame was cardboard. It was indeed cardboard, very sturdy. The only problem I ever had out of it was the headboard, maybe less sturdy, because I kind of leaned on it one day to fix something up, and it, the corner caved in a little bit. And I was like, whoa, okay. Um, and then the mattresses were made out of recycled plastic, so it was almost, if you take a hot glue gun and just squeeze all the glue out in just random patterns, and it dried. Uh. That was what the mattress looked like, and it was three different sections, so you were able to kind of flip and rotate for what type of firmness you wanted. So I thought that was really cool. Okay, so it wasn't as bad as no. we all heard from the media and social media. Right, yeah, and I don't think they were created for the reason that social media likes to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it? It, was, it took like nine, nine guys to jump or to break one. Say again? They took like had like nine guys jumping on one just to break one. That's how yeah, that's how much. Yeah, it I think I saw some videos of like a whole bunch of people jumping on it, doing all kinds of crazy things on it. TikTok loved it. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Hey, uh, a few final ones for you here. But um, after Tokyo, you get to, did you go straight to Hawaii? Or did you come home first? I came home for a few days. Uh, definitely just took some time off, took a little bit of leave, and then we went to Hawaii on sort of a recruiting trip just to sort of share my story. Um, get out and around there and meet a bunch of different people. I got to visit an all-girls high school rifle team and talk with them about my journey. So that was super exciting. It's something I'm very passionate about and the younger generations coming up and following their dreams. So I could not thank the Army enough for giving me the opportunity to go over there. Yeah, you guys, when I messaged uh, Michelle, the publicist or, uh, (laughs) you know, the media person, yeah, She's like, well, she's in Hawaii this week, so it's not going to happen. She goes, she's got a tough job. We send her everywhere. Right. It's a terrible job, let me tell you. No, I am so blessed to be able to have that kind of job. That is uh, that is supremely awesome. I don't know if I've asked you this before, but aside from the shooting and the yeah. being on there, and I, I'm not going to, we're not going political or anything, but what is your specific job? In the U.S. Right. Army. So we fall under the recruiting command in the U.S. Okay. Army. So um, a part of our job is to essentially represent the Army while we're competing internationally and win medals. But the other half of it is to share our story and share that there is more than just being an infantryman in the Army and allow people to see that it's a really good career choice and there's a lot of opportunities in it. Okay, because, you know, my son being over in Germany right now with uh, – yeah. Yeah, uh, he's a he's a crew chief on Blackhawk for a colonel. Like it's that's kind of a cool yeah. deal. So that's um, super cool. Yeah, and yeah. most people don't even think that that's an option. You know, let alone doing what I get to do. So yeah, uh, so there's no. I mean, but you you can shoot a real gun too, right? Not just air air rifles. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like to think if you hand me something, I can shoot it well. <laughs> Are you good at archery? Uh, I used to shoot a little bit of, like, 4-H archery okay. when I was in high school as cross-training, and so I still have my bow with me here oh. and shoot it just for some fun every now and then, but I haven't gotten super into the competitive side of things. Gotcha. And, uh, today, uh, yesterday was the anniversary of skeet shooting being uh, invented in 1935. Yes, and that was super exciting because we also had our um, Lieutenant English here at the USAMU win gold in skeet, mm. women's skeet, so... Yep. Very cool. Very exciting. Do you hang out with other disciplines? Yes. Like it's not just the you know the air rifle, but you also hang out with skeet and, and arch you know and all that. Yes. So archery we don't have down here, but we did get to meet archery while we were over in Tokyo waiting for the opening ceremonies. 
And we were like, oh, my gosh, like, we basically do the same thing. It's just a little bit different. We're both shooting sports in a sense. And so that was super cool to talk with them about what their uh, sport looks like and their qualification process. And then down here in Fort Benning, I hang out with Shotgun. I really like those guys over there. But we don't get to see each other often because we're in different offices training. Sure. Specialist Allie Weiss, our guest here, Jason Walker. Oh, I was going to show you this, too, so I don't know. See, I'm, I'm all about the Army. Heck yeah! I know you've I love got it. you've got the U.S. Army shirt on. So I actually I'm yeah. is that the collared one or just the T-shirt? There's a collared one. Okay. You can't see it in the. Okay, I don't have the collared one. I, maybe I should go talk to the recruiting office here in Helena. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, tell them that you talk with me. No. I, no, definitely. You're an Olympian. I mean, it's come on. Uh, you've got some pull. Uh, you could get me up with the uh, the uh, the uh, Golden Knights parachute team now. Man, I could, I could try, but I'm so stuck. <laughs> we have to remember our ranks here. <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, did you get a chance to come back to Belgrade at all? I did not, but we are looking, fingers crossed, and so nobody get their hopes up as you're listening, but I am hoping to try to make it back for Fall Festival in Belgrade, which okay. I think is the weekend of October 2nd. So okay. we'll see. That would be awesome. Um, we have to meet in person sometime. Absolutely. <laughs> we do. I'll make sure I'll bring some of my bring some gear from the games. Yes. Or something. Yes. What's your advice to some young girl? What like what did you say to to the one the kids in Hawaii about your career and your path and you know high school collegiately mm-hmm. army Olympics? Um, I guess the biggest thing I kind of gave them my long version. So the short version is there are going to be times that are very hard, and there are going to be times where you don't have motivation or you don't think you can do it. You may not even think you want to do it, and just to always make sure that you dig deep and reflect with yourself and find your reason why and understand what your dream is, and then never give up. Just keep pushing forward, keep doing it, even through all of the hard times, because it's so rewarding when it finally happens. Um, that is fantastic advice. You can tell there's a reason why the uh, United States Army has you doing a lot of these, because you're pro. You've got a, <laughs> well, career, you've got a career in media, maybe, when you're done with uh, everything. Oh, we think? Yeah. I like to, thank you. That means a lot coming from you because somebody that's actually in it. <laughs> um, I actually, no, it's not blowing smoke. I think you could be, so let's see, you're still young, so you got Paris and then L.A. You could right. probably be a commentator for NBC for the Olympics in 12 years, 16 years. Okay, okay. See where I'm going with it? Like when you yeah. retire, then yeah. then you just become a commentator and you get to you travel. Start reaching out to them. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to do that. I'm, t- I'm just saying. Start- at World Cups and stuff, they sometimes ask uh, a lot of us Americans on the American, um, U.S. team to commentate just because we speak English, just when it's our first language, and that's what they commentate in during finals. So if you don't make a final, sometimes they ask all <laughs> U.S. team members. Um, so maybe I'll have to start taking them up on that. You definitely should. Uh, you could also talk to Don Allinger because uh, she's from Bozeman and was an Olympian, and she does the commentating for, like, handball and racquetball stuff. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, there you go. Got to her and look into it. Two, retirement planned. Two fantastic ladies from Belgrade, Bozeman area. I mean, come on. It doesn't get any better than yeah. that. That's huge. Uh, hey, thank you so much. Um, safe you. travels wherever the Army's sending you to re- recruit kids next, whether it's, you know, Puerto Rico or Hawaii or Florida or maybe some. Maybe you'll get to come and recruit in Montana. Who knows? Hey, Maybe. We'll see. I won't be mad about it. <laughs> exactly. Specialist Allie Weiss joining us. Hey, appreciate it. Uh, super proud of you, and uh, keep up the great work, and we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jason. Uh, she is great. She is uh, Specialist Allie Weiss. Um, and it's funny because I reached out to her 
the first time pre-COVID last year, and then we talked again uh, once it was found out that uh, the Olympics were going to get uh, possibility of suspended or moved to the next year, which they were, uh, and then we had her on pre-Olympics, and, and now, so she's great. I think we've had her on four or five times. She's fantastic. Um, and seriously, just a, a great young lady. So appreciate her joining us. That's what she said, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Make sure you hop into Dinner's Done Right there on Cedar Street, 1212 Cedar, because Vicky and the gang have an amazing just setup. And not only, you know, we all know that you can stop in and get salads, make your own. You can stop in and get, you know, food for the night. You can get edible cookie dough. And it's all, it's safe, okay? It's very safe. So you can stop in and get edible cookie dough. You've got uh, meals um, individually for like tonight. You can stop in or tomorrow. You can obviously go in and get, you know, meals for the future, keep them frozen. And boom, it's a cleanup is easy. It's the cooking, the instructions, it's unbelievable. Dinner's done right. That's what she said. Uh, proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. All right, let's do the uh, On This Day in History. And it is September the 1st, and it is, uh, there's a lot. It is National Burnt Ends Day, Acne Positivity Day, Chicken Boys Day, I don't know what that means, National No Rhyme or Reason, No Reason Day, World Letter Writing Day, and Global Talent Acquisition Day. Uh, it is Baby Safety Month, Better Breakfast Month, Classical Music Month, uh, update your resume month, Little League month, which is weird. Little League month should have been last month in August for the World Series. Uh, Blood Cancer Awareness Month, Square Dance Month, Blueberry Popsicle Month, Childhood Cancer or Childhood Obesity Awareness uh, Obesity Month Awareness, Courtesy Honey Month, uh, Mortgage Professional Month. Thank you, Major Mortgage, Jr. Uh, piano Month, Potato Month, Rice Month, Self-Care Awareness Month, Sewing Month, Prostate Health Month, Save Your Photos, Self-Improvement, and Whole Grains. Those are the months in September. This day in 1890, the Brooklyn Bridegrooms win three games in one day, beating the Pittsburgh Alleghenies. Uh, 1906, Philadelphia A's beat the Red Sox 4-1 to in 24 innings. Both starters go the distance. 1906, New York Highlanders win a sixth consecutive game in three days, sweeping the AL record three straight doubleheaders. 1931, Hall, future Hall of Famer Lou Gehrig hits his third Grand Slam in four days, his sixth home run in consecutive games. 1946, the first U.S. Women's Golf Open in Spokane Country Club. Patty Berg wins it. 1967, Cincinnati Reds reliever Bob Lee walks Dick Grote with the bases loaded. In the 21st inning, 20 scoreless innings tied a major league mark. Uh, 1984, Willie Totten of Mississippi Valley State, a 1AA record at the time, 536 yards and 9 touchdowns in an 86 nothing win uh, versus Kentucky State. Jerry Rice with 17 catches, 294 yards and 5 touchdowns. Uh, Chris Everett, 1989, becomes the first ever uh, to win 100 matches at the U.S. Tennis Open. 2007, Clay Buckholtz, no-hitter, just his second appearance. 2007, in front of 109,218, App State blocked the field goal with six seconds to go to beat Michigan at Ann Arbor. 
Justin Verlander threw uh, his fourth or third career no-hitter on this date in 2019. Rocky Marciano died on this date, or was born on this date in 1923. Yesterday was the anniversary of his death in a plane crash at the age of 45. Tommy Morrison, Tommy the Gun, died on this date in uh, 2013 uh, from AIDS at the age of, 40, uh, age of 44. He was John Wayne's great-nephew. Uh, Marion Morrison, of course, John Wayne. Happy birthday, Johann Pachelbel, 1653. Conway Twitty, born on this date in 1933, also known as Harold Jenkins. And on this date in 1838, William Clark died, the American explorer, part of the Lewis and Clark expedition. He was 68 when he died on this date. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. Stop in, get some uh, etouffee, shrimp, uh, whatever you want. It's unbelievably good. Um, man, love, love me some Cafe Zydeco. In Helena, also in Bozeman and Billings. Uh, let's see here. What did we uh, get? Um, we missed nothing. I don't think we missed anything at all. Had fun today. Tomorrow, we will too. Thanks to Scott Evans, Helen High Coach, joining us. Specialist Allie Weiss joining us as well today. Tomorrow, we'll talk FCS football with Sam Herder, Hero Sports. We'll also talk to Sean Gleason, PBR CEO. Uh, about a lot of things with the PBR and much more. It's going to be a fun day tomorrow at 4. If you missed anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com and we'll do this again. And we'll leave you with uh, one final look at uh, Missouri River uh, Brewing Company in East Helena. Thank you and total respect for our service men and women killed last week. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.